Shai Eugene Sr. here, DB coach at Destrehan High School, and you're watching the Fan View Podcast. Different. Time the best football player I've seen in LSU. You, Come on. That I've been with. Pat was Pat was the best athlete. Him and Ryan Perilou was the best athletes I've, I've, I've put out at my time there. Time the best football player. <laughs> This episode yes, of the FanView Podcast. Oh. Five oh. We're just missing the four, baby. You know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, thank everybody watching FanView Podcast. Listen, get subscribed. FanView Podcast if you're on IG. FanView Nola if you're on X. Can't say Twitter. But obviously if you're on TikTok, if you're on IG, if you're on Facebook, it's FanView Podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You, you, wherever we at. We are there. We can't stop. We won't stop. I'm that boy, Fred. Coach Hurricane Hen, back at it again, baby. Yeah, baby. Listen, my man G Sports, he's, you know, he's not here for the 50th episode, but trust me, he's in our hearts. Trust me, he, you know, he he's here every grinding with us each and every time. Um, But, man, we got another special guest, Coach Hen. Yeah, man. Hey, look, so, uh, episode one was the LSU great. Yes. Episode 50, another LSU great. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody, listen. This we got Destrehan, you know, DB coach Jai Eugene. You know, he's a former five-star recruit from the state of Louisiana, one of the top DBs in the country in the class of 06 national champion at LSU. Man, first of all, man, we're glad to have you on the FanView podcast, man. It's been a long time coming, man. We've been following your career, man, literally since we've probably been to high school. I mean, I graduated high school. He didn't graduate high school, no three. But that didn't that didn't mean we stopped following kids that came out of the state. The state in terms of where they were going, especially the highly rated recruits at y'all high school levels, man. First of all, it's been a long time coming. Appreciate you having me on the podcast. Thank you, man. Blessed to be here, man. What an honor, man. I always follow the show. Uh, I, I always see G post it and, and G be doing it and mm-hmm. collabing with you guys, man. It's been great though. I see a lot of good guys come on here, you know, and, and give their knowledge and speak their knowledge. I tip my hat to y'all, bro. Y'all been doing it, man. Y'all been doing it. Keep doing it. Oh, we yeah. can't stop. We won't stop, baby. Yeah. Can't stop. We won't stop. But Appreciate it, baby. We like to stop this. We always like to start our episode off with about your journey. We, every person who comes on the FanView podcast, we sit down, we chop it up, talk to them about their journey. But we want to talk to you about your journey, man. Talk about your journey into football. Talk about your, you know, how the football was introduced to you. How did you become this five-star prospect? And talk about your career as an athlete at LSU. Talk about your journey in terms of football. Uh, I mean, I'm from uh from St. Rose, Louisiana, mm. a small town. We breed athletes, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, Ed Reed, Boo from there, all the Jefferson brothers. Yeah. Uh, Jordan. Yeah. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. So we got some talent that comes from there. Even the younger talent now uh, that we have up and coming, uh, they're going to be really good. Uh, a lot of success from at Destrehan is guys, ton of guys that come from my small town, St. Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started playing young, man, and football is my my life and still is. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, fell in love for the game uh, at a young age. always been a student of the game, and I implement that in my son, too. Um, but started playing since I was six years old. Well, seven. Couldn't play when I was six. I tried to – mom tried to sign me up for that six years old, but they denied me and didn't want to let me play. They said I was too young. So 
that was the chip on my shoulder. Should have came to Kenny Heights, brother. Yeah. yeah. They got you in. Yeah. They got you in, brother. <laughs> Six, seven, eight with the Steelers, brother. Yeah. Got you in. <laughs> so I um so I started playing at seven. I had a chip on my shoulder, man, and um and and I loved it. I fell in love with it. I always wanted to be great at it. Mm-hmm. You know, fell in love with scoring touchdowns. I actually was a running back the entire my entire time playing park ball. Mm-hmm. And um when I got to high school, you know, I played quarterback and stuff too. Still played a little DB. I started off, but right. Um, transitioned to quarterback to help the team out and and was successful at that. We we had a pretty good runs in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, uh, committed to Michigan, and then um, signed with LSU on signing day, and uh, went to LSU. Played under some great coaches. Coaches, I learned a lot, man. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, f- I feel uh. That's when you really learn a lot of football when you get to college. Right. You know, and unless you're fortunate to get coached by some coaches that have played on that level, you know, that, that can enhance your IQ of the game. And uh, that's basically what I do now. But uh, when I got to college, that's when I learned a lot of defense and learned under some good coaches like Bo Pelini. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Raymond was actually an assistant DB coach yeah. there. So. Yeah. Show you how time Bobolini flies. was a former head coach in Nebraska. Absolutely. I mean, Bobolini's been been a heck, highly regarded defensive coach. Yep. Uh, John Chavis, chief. Uh, yeah. From over from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's a legendary DC in the SEC world. Um, so just was mentored and coached by some great coaches. Um, Ron right, Cooper. But, but the question I would ask is, you originally said you committed to Michigan. Yeah. Coming out of high school. Think about going to Ann Arbor. Think about what Michigan is at today, competing for a fourteen playoff to win the national. Why Michigan? Um, cause I thought it was, a, I wanted to, I wanted to go somewhere different. Um, at that time, everybody, at the Big time, house. everybody was going to USC, Texas. And, uh, that's when, uh, LSU, uh, Nick Saban really started to buckle down and getting all the dogs mm-hmm. out of the state of Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, when that was when LSU was starting to become the thing. I got you. That 03 class. And then with Marlon Faye Wright, the 04 class. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's when LSU was a thing. So 05 with Paralu. 05 with Paralu. And then uh, uh, I was, like I said, I was Les Miles' first real recruiting class. I was in that group. You know, Paralu was the first one, but they only had 11, but his full recruiting class. class uh, yeah, I was part of that group. And um, <clears throat> just staying home, man. And uh, I had a son in high school, so that was the main mm-hmm. reason why I stayed. You know, I, I chose to go to LSU, but. Um, uh, Michigan was a pretty dope place, though, man. It, it felt comfortable. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Mike Hart showed me a great time. Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember Lamar Woody played for Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yes. He, he did great on. He did great on my visit. You know, Michigan was all tradition, though, but it was something different, and I know that I could make an impact too. And also, that was going to let me run track there too. So, oh I was man, excited about I remember, that. I remember this, man. You and Brandon Graham. We're both committed to Michigan. Brandon Graham, people don't understand. Brandon Graham still plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. He's the DN there. And I remember you guys were the study of that recruiting class in 06. And I'm like, man, Jay Eugene going to Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, Brandon, good dude, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Brandon, good LSU, dude. I was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what we doing, Lord? I was like, let's, let's go. What we doing? Yeah. What but, we doing? LSU, man, it's love, man. It's home, man. And the connections. And, and right. relationships that I have built with with guys and and te- not just the teammate, the players, but the training staff, the yeah. uh, uh, the equipment staff managers, mm-hmm. um, the video guys, just built great relationships. Ultimately, now you made the right decision. 
<laughs> absolutely, 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 man. And and I did it for my son, man. And and it paid dividends. You know, it, it really worked out. And and we need our fathers. Their kids need their fathers, especially us, man. So um, I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave that. You know, I couldn't leave him like that. You know, I always wanted to be a part of that. You know, and 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 and, and it worked out well. You know, he's at Tulane now, mm-hmm. and uh, he's loving it. You know, so and uh, it all worked out. You know, gotcha. Now, how much pressure was it for you being a five star? And when, especially all the honors that came with you know you played in the All Star game and all that stuff. When the new, when Les Miles became the new coach, when Nick had left and went to went to Miami, because you became his first major flip. Yes, you know, and this is before like the social media and all that stuff. So to to have all that on you and still have to play your senior year, how much pressure was that going? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a ton of pressure. I actually got used to the recruiting because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be the best man, and uh, and I think my recruiting process really started late. I didn't really start getting a ton of offers until like the spring after, like the, at the end of the, my junior year in the spring. Mm-hmm. So that's when I really started getting the offers. Um, now uh, Nick Saban did offer me my sophomore year when I went to state and ran well in the hundred, mm-hmm. and um, he came and offered me. So that was my first. My first offer, and then when Nick left, the offer went away. Right, sorry, the <laughs> offer went away, and then, uh, like I say, at the end of my junior year for the spring, in the spring game, I did well, and that's when the offer started coming. And then just like that, uh, so Scout dot com is the new twenty four is the old twenty four seven. Right. Yep. So um, they had a they had a combine camp at Tulane, and I did well. Ran like four four, shut everybody down that corner. And uh, shit. Two weeks later, I was number one cornerback in the country, and it happened like that. So I went from three, two or three offers to sixty-five offers. Wow! You know, and uh, I uh, my coach, Coach Robichaud, my head coach, he he made sure he stayed on me and kept me humble and made sure I always put the team first. You know, and and mm-hmm. I thought that was a great part about it. You know, about the process that he made sure that I wasn't. I didn't have the mentality or mindset to be bigger than the team. Right. So that, so he just made sure I stayed humble about that, you know. Um, and I tell you, man, about that process, the hardest part was, the hardest part was to call Lloyd Carr and tell Lloyd Carr that I wasn't coming to Michigan. That was the hardest decision I probably made in my life so far. Wow. Was and Lloyd Carr was that guy. And Lloyd Carr was a good guy, man. Um, Ron English was the DB coach. He's yeah. the DC at Louisville right now. Louisville now. Yep. So that was, I tell you, that was one of the biggest decisions. If you say pressure, mm. that probably was the most pressure moment of calling those guys three days before signing day. I called them on a Monday. I talked, I called Les Miles on Sunday. I was actually at a, cause it was crazy. So I actually was at, uh, Tennessee on a visit. Trooper Taylor was the wide receivers coach over there who was recruiting me. Mm-hmm. Philip Former was the head coach at Tennessee. Right. Yep. Yep. So my son had a birthday party that Sunday, and I was on a visit at Tennessee that Sunday. I was supposed to fly out early in the morning to come back to Louisiana, but Tennessee coaches were bad. They didn't answer the phone to come pick me up because my flight was like at 7 in the morning. So I missed my flight, and I was pissed off the whole time at uh, Philip Former's house. So, um, so I was like, I'm not going there. So when I got home and, um, 
got to my son's birthday party late, but got there, man, enjoyed the moment with my family. And it made me realize, I was like, I can't leave little Jai, man. I got to stay home. So I called Les Miles, like, almost midnight. And I was like, Coach, I'm going to come. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so Monday, so Monday when I got to school, um, my head coach at the time was Coach Robichaud. Uh, shit, he made me do it. He was like, Jai, come to my office on lunch. And that was the hardest decision. That was the most pressure moment, the hardest decision I had to make, especially during that process. He made you go through with it. Yeah, yeah, he, he made, made yeah, he made me man up and go do it. Go do it, you know. But, but, not saying but it, I, you know, just doing it. I think, it. I think, just seeing where you, where you've come, mm-hmm. I think that's prop that might have been like the turning point in like a, like a keystone of your foundation, absolutely. Because you had to, yeah. You know, say not only was you you a father, mm-hmm. but now it's like that probably like that's probably like your second, third big like manhood moment right here yep. like i yep. gotta hey i made it i would i gave them my word yep now i gotta take it back because of fam you know i'm doing it for for the right reason but i gotta tell him yep and you know, I, it was a great place man i gonna be honest because you had an outstanding visit of course it is big know. house yep my yeah. house uh the, the game i actually went to on my official visit was the Ohio State game. Mm. So experiencing that, man, and I see it on TV now. I was like, man, yep, that's every year. Nothing's changed. It just get bigger and bigger. And it's already big. You know, one of the biggest traditional rivalries. The brother that was these people. In college football. Greatness. Yep. We ain't got to be Y'all ain't great. Y'all just, y'all there. He a Michigan fan. Ain't never been to Michigan. How do you know? I tell you this, though. I tell you this, though. Michigan didn't look too happy when they found out they was playing Alabama. And, uh, you should have seen their reaction. You, you, you know why? Because the last time they had to play Florida SEC, was to get in. the, the last time state was supposed to get in. The, 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 the last time they had to play an SEC school, it didn't look too good for them. We yeah. played Bama, and we, and we lost. But we, the, the tide has turned. It didn't look too good. The tide has turned. You're going to find out. The tide. You're going to find out. New Year's Day. You're an Alabama I, fan, too? No. No, he, he's strictly he's strictly Michigan. He's strictly Michigan. Big blue. Wolverines, baby. He don't know no better. But my question with like with the recruiting process, did, was it all was it strictly Josh gonna be a DB? Or did was that was yeah. that an opportunity for you to stay on the offensive side? You know, like how did you weigh those options as well? Yeah, I had a few offers uh, on offense, but it was like guys that ran out the uh, the triple option and stuff like that. To um, I had some schools like Texas Tech and stuff would tell me that I can play both ways, um, because I actually started out as a receiver as a freshman, and then I uh played a little bit DB. I played uh my last my last game of the, my freshman year was a playoff game versus Evander that we lost. They had John David yeah, Bowie. Yeah. yeah, they were elite man. Yeah, with the and USC. That was my first time playing uh DB, and then my sophomore year I played all DB. My junior year. After uh, we lost to Harmville in week two, that's when I started playing quarterback. After that game. Was that LaRon year? No, LaRon year was, was my good. freshman year. Um, the first year we played against John Eric. That was my first game every time I ever starting quarterback at that time. Played against John Eric. Mm. They had some guys, Chris Mitchell. Yeah. The guys too. They was yeah. Like yeah. Billy Knott was still a quarterback. Yeah, he, he was still a coach. Yeah, he would. Mm-hmm. He would. We don't, we don't care for, for right. that John Eric Rodney's part. But that process, man, that process, <laughs> it was fun. Man. I biggest fans. You know what I'm saying? Hurricane, baby. Pride and proof. But that process was fun, man. It, it, it was, man. And I and I tell all the kids that that's and now, man, who getting recruited, enjoy it. You know, go on all the visits, eat all the food. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
For you sure. Know, go get them hotels and right. enjoy it, man. Go enjoy to the parties. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. But here's a question I have for you, right? Talking about recruiting, right? How did how different is it now? Because you didn't have social media to become a five-star recruit. Right. None of that stuff was accessible or even available. I mean, YouTube was just out for one year. Mm-hmm. YouTube came out in 05. Mm-hmm. We don't understand. But you watching kids at the DB coach at Destrahan now mm-hmm. get recruited. How different is that process from when you was getting recruited to what it is now? What are some of the differences and parallels you see watching kids getting recruited versus the time you well, were recruited? Social media is the main thing, right? Yeah. Um, the resources are better now, too. You know, uh, back then when we were coming up, it was go outside and go work for it. You know, they have more camps now. More people are more aware now of camps and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and satellite camps and school camps now that people are more aware of now, kids are more aware of now, that we really didn't really didn't know back then a lot of it. You mm-hmm. know, um, they had rivals had the camp back then still, but that yeah. was really the only main one, and you really had to get that invite to that yeah. now, you know. Right, because the, the opening wasn't even wasn't the even thing. wasn't even there yeah. yet, you know. Um, so, and, and at my time, the only uh, major All-American game was the U.S. Army. Now they have Under Armour, too, so. Right. And they have other games, too, now, too. But um, now the process is, is easier to get recruited now. I mean, Twitter is everything in the mm-hmm. recruiting process. You know, um, we were going off of highlight tapes by making it out. Videos really didn't have too much. <laughs> You know, right. now it's, you go to huddle, huddle and it's back, and you could do that in five minutes. You see the kids hosting a game, highlights game after game, mm-hmm. 10 minutes after the game over. Yeah, right. After the game over. You know, so I think that's that's a huge difference now. Uh, just getting their name out there even more and younger. You know, college coaches really had to come see you, come to the school to see you. Mm-hmm. Now they, everything is on Twitter. Now you post your tapes, and so they really don't have to – travel to come see you. everything is right there most guys get their office from off of twitter too anyway yeah you know so mm-hmm. so that's the thing that's the thing too now i would say about from back then to now is to that uh the kids have more resources you know uh all we know was to hit the levy or go grind and get it you know right now they yeah. got so many resources and trainers, trainers now now. that they are exposed to that they can use to get better. Right. You know, the main thing we used to get better was go watch it on TV and try to, to implement. Implement. implement yeah, you know, that's the old, let's get it out the mud kind of way. I'm going to try this move yeah, yeah. outside now, you yeah. know. So, and that was, that's how we right. was brought up too. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, Same with basketball, man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, dude, I'm going to try. Exactly. Knowing you couldn't try, but you kept <laughs> doing it. <laughs> exactly. Crossover can't get right. And like I said, we I, we was outside babies and park babies. Yeah. Right. right. You know, right. these kids are not going out there. How do you, how we, we used to play football before school, after yes. school. Yep. Lunch. Lunch. You know what I'm saying? Let's no. get it. We need no football. Yep. We need a chain strap. You know what I'm saying? Throw up, throw up, tackle, baby. Let's get it, baby. Throw up, tackle. Let's get it. Everything came from throw up, tackle. Our parents going to work 8 8 in the morning. We have outside. Uh, we were, yeah, and what happened we, to your jeans, man? Like, we we playing playing all different sports every day, rotating them all day. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But that's the crazy thing, right? Because you mentioned something about the resources and the things that are more available and accessible to kids. They could get an offer from X, right, because of their highlight reel. Right. But the question I ask is, how are the relationships being built? Because a lot, it still like a lot of us, so much of an indirect communication versus a direct communication, right? Mm-hmm. So the question I'm asking is, how kids are able to build a relationship with some of these coaches and not realizing that everything ain't about, I got my list down of 20 down to five. What, what relationships you have? I think that's the biggest gap I think I, I see as the person from the outside looking in. 
about what some of these kids when they come to these schools. I'll let you answer from a right. DB standpoint. You can answer too. I'm gonna answer, 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 answer from a lineman standpoint. All right, as Thank a, you. From, from the recruiting now, it's not really relationships now because that's why you see guys going in the portal heavy. Coaches are leaving, so I don't think it's a relationship built now because it's all about winning now. I don't think that them guys are getting recruited. You see guys staying one semester and leaving now. So I don't think that uh, the relationships are being built properly. Right. It's about money now, and it's about win now. So uh, as a DB, too, man, it could be one year, your coach here, next thing you know, like I had three different DB coaches at my time at LSU. You know, so... Um, I mean, and I understand it because it's about family and making money and all that stuff too, though. But in recruiting, I don't think the relationships are being built now as of how they were mm-hmm. when we were coming out. Yeah. You know, uh, coaches was really, really doing home visits multiple times. You know, yeah. now you're getting one time or the head coach come pull up or sometimes the head coach don't even come do a house visit. You know, you go, they really build a relationship on an official visit. Right, you know, so but uh, and then it goes by too. If you're a high, if you're a high yeah, star like that too, then they gonna really press down on you and try to build that relationship. So in my experience as a five star, yeah, they were coming to the house weekly, daily, you know, back to back. You know, one coach pulling out the driveway, the next one is coming in the driveway, mm-hmm. pulling in the driveway. You right. know, uh, one coach is coming out of the school, the next one they got. I had coaches three, four of them waiting, and I had right before signing day, man, I had three coaches. Just stayed at hotels near St. Rose and, and Kenner and stuff just to, you know, to see what I'm going to do about my decision and all that, you know. So, it got crazy, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I've seen it happen so dramatic. So, when I was at Amy, mm-hmm. before, this is right before the portal. You know, you go from a Devontae Smith, Devontae Lee, Kyle Maxwell, Cam, Tyrus Wheat, mm-hmm. you know, Ishmael Sopson. Duran Branch, they are there. Branch, rope, rotate, rotate, rotate. Once the portal came out, if you're not that guy, yep, relationship is done. Done. Yep. I'm just, I'm just keep, I'm just keeping a, a, a band. I, I hope parents, like you know, and other kids that's watching, understand that it is strictly business. So what I tell my kids now is, you have to treat it like a business. It's a small time investment. All right. The best, the only thing you can do is put yourself out there. Two things they gonna say, yay, a nay. That's it. Somebody's gonna want you with the portal and all that stuff. You know that's 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 what that's what a re- recruitment resource is going in now. High school is the afterthought because high school now they they treating the senior class unless you're like that five star. You know, are 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 you a a, a legacy? You know, so let's say, um, I know Josh kid was like a like somebody at LSU was like, hey, come on, hey, your daddy, you know, your um, if you know, for fave kid get get the you know, so forth, like that, the legacy kids, yeah, you're the, hey, you're the second offspring, like yeah, like Drake Kirkpatrick's son committing to Alabama, yeah, yeah hey, yeah. come on, but his come son, on, no, you know, Al Blaze son going to my to the U and all that, you know, like it's if you're not one of those guys, you really about to get like looked over but it's okay because all the recruiting assets that they used to do now goes to the portal right. because back when we was coming out like i'm because I'm, I'm older than josh so when i was coming out it was it wasn't no recruiting coordinator 
you had a guy that recruited you. When I was being recruited by LSU, Derek Dooley was the guy. He's now, well, I don't know where he is now, but like he went from Tennessee head coach, was at the, he was a tight end coach. Yeah, that's the same guy that recruited Scholar and all this stuff. Then it transferred to you no, no longer have just a, a, your position coach um, getting you. Now you actually have a recruiting coordinator. Yep. Now you have a director of player personnel, assistant director of player personnel, recruiting coordinator, recruiting analyst. Then you have, so like the person that builds a relationship with you is the recruiting coordinator or director of player personnel. The person who doesn't coach a thing. Wow. The person that doesn't coach a day. So, and to me, that's, 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 that could that's be just confusing for a kid because what happens is you don't get the relationship with your position coach or the mm-hmm. coach that's on status mm-hmm. coaching. Or, it don't even have to be a position so, coach because other position coaches be, be, may recruit a kid that's, you know, a DB, but he's a running back coach. So, it's, it, it, and this is, the, this is the business aspect of it. That's why I was telling like, hey, be patient, you know, because the grind, what it is, it just made the grind that much more enjoyable, in my opinion. Because, because now, where you y'all two are coaches, you get paid off the results that I I produce. Well, me as the director of player personnel, I get paid off of how many stars I bring in. Yep, that's what it's about. So, the, so the so, to so, now what so the so, so, so system yep. system scheme that's out the window for me. Yep. I can sit there like like you a true man to man cup like. Think about Mo Claiborne. Mo Claiborne was a man-to-man My kid. God. Yes, man-to-man man kid. He gets God. drafted to Cowboys. Cowboys, and who was a zone? Um, um, Rod Marinelli was straight Tampa two. Yep. And the problem he, I have with he that, never played play zone in his, his life. life. And yep. that most important is they wouldn't even scout him. They yep. moved up in the draft to get Claiborne to because Claiborne. because he was he was the, they knew what he could do. Yep. And I'll tell you this, man. I'll tell you this, and I don't mean to cut you off. You good? Um, John Chavis was the coordinator when Mo, when Mo, when Mo came in that class, Tyron and all them guys, mm-hmm. right? So um, John Chavis was a true cover three coach. Mm-hmm. You know when he was at okay. Tennessee, yeah. That's why uh, he Tyron played the same position Eric Berry played. Yeah, yep. I'm about to say that. You know, so and he, mm-hmm. Tyron was just just like Eric Berry, or even better, even better. You know, I'm gonna say he was better. He and, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, Eric Berry was a dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah, he was dog. a. Oh, they, 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 dog. they, they, they were tit for tat. Yeah, Eric had, had cancer. Tyron made Tyron was, but, yeah. but, but they played the same way. Yeah, they had the same. But Eric was just bigger than Tyron. I would say this: Tyron had better around him. Around him. So Eric had to make Agreed. that. Make that. Agreed. When, when you, Agreed. hey, when you got Ron Brooks in the slot. Yeah. Pat P. Yeah. Um, Mo. Mo Brandon Taylor. You got guys. You got, you got, you got, uh, Brand, um. You said Brandon Tell. You got Eric Sam, Reed. Sam, um, Sam uh, Montgomery, Daniel Hunter. You uh, got uh, uh, Mingo. Was it Mingo? Brown? Yeah, but, yeah, Mingo went to the you know went, to, went to the Brown. You know what I'm saying? Lamario, Lamario Barrows, Sam, Sam Mentor. In the pick a poison, pick a poison. And Drake was hard to block. I tell you this, dude. We played Tennessee in the SEC Championship, the National Championship year. Eric Berry started, dude, and had the most tackles on their team that year. Eric Berry. freshman. Yeah. He was a dog. I ain't had a turnover. He was a complete dog. dog. Now, I'm going to tell you, Tyron campaign, freshman campaign, was a dog, too, bro. I'm a, Tyron's team was different. Tyron's the best football player I've seen at LSU. You, come on. That I've been with. Pat was Pat was the best athlete. Him and Ryan Paralu. 
who's the best athlete I've, I've, I've put out at my time there, Tyron's best football player there when I was there. Football player. Pat was the best athlete. Pat was a baller. I knew he was, Pat was going to be for top five. Harold um, was one of the best athletes I've ever seen by far. Every sport that kid could have played major. He could have played professional in every sport. Yeah. Um, kid was probably was all it could have been. All, he was all state in every sport, football, baseball, and basketball. But Tyron was probably the best football player at my time at LSU. The best football player. And I say that because what he did, he made it look so easy. Dog, them turnovers and stripping the ball and he just had a knack for the ball, the dog he had in him. He probably was the best football player at my time at LSU. Wow. And we had some good ones, Jamarcus. And I, you know I came well, yeah. with, with first rounders with Glenn Dorsey. Glenn Dorsey. Yeah, Tyron don't, have, Tyron don't have a Tyson situation. Jackson. You got to think, too. Tyron was the only one that was a Heisman's finalist, dude. Yeah. Glenn Dorsey wasn't. Yeah. Correct. Nobody else on defense was. Glenn Dorsey should have been. He should yeah. have been. But he should have been. They yeah. would you know, wasn't putting D linemen out there. Because I, I, to me, it's been two D linemen since I've been alive that should have been. That should have I thought should have won at least won the Heisman. Dominic and Glenn Dorsey. Those are the only two. Because yeah. Dominic and Sue was off for he, 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 he led his team. Yeah, he was in the, every, every different. For he led his team in interceptions. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> At Nebraska, but Tyron was Tyron was good, man. Tyron was a football player. It's hard if you don't you don't see nothing like him no more anymore. How hard was it to lose him? What you mean lose him? I'm talking about like the like remember like so his his last year his junior year his junior yeah, year nah, we, we graduated. Like, no, no, I know, I know you. Know, I'm talking about I'm talking about like like for the program. Yeah, it was vital. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was vital, man. That's that's I mean that's. He's the guy. I mean, everything was centered around him at that time, too. Even though you had dogs all over the field in that defense, man. But he he was the guy, you know. And, and you got to think, Tyron was a returner, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was the main return guy. You know, what that dude did, bro, what that dude did at LSU, man. I don't see nobody doing that. Um, I don't see nobody no time soon being that dominant, man, and how he get that ball, though. That dude was stripping the ball, man, so effortless and easy. Easy. Because, you know, we play at DBs and defensive guys, man. We ain't – we want to make the tackle, but we ain't just trying to yank that thing out all the mm-hmm. time, too. Get to get him to the ground first. <laughs> he going to get it. He put on a – man, he jumped off the screen when I was our first game when we played uh, North Carolina in Atlanta. He jumped off. He jumped off the screen, and then we played A&M. Man, it's like I had a pick six, yeah. strip from all that, man. He was good. I, I remember that. all the man, who, who the hell is 14? Who the hell is 14? Like, okay. Yeah, he was the real deal. And coming up, and them guys were younger than me, man. So I took them guys under my wing, man, and 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 the summer techniqued them down, man. We we drilled, man. Got their IQ up, learned the defense, got their IQ up. You know, um, and shit, I, I know the sky's the limit. It was for them dudes. Mo Claiborne. Mo was real good, man. Mo was a pure athlete, though, man. You know, Mo came in and got recruited as a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. As a you know, player. but man, man, Mo, it didn't matter what position Mo was in, man. Mo was going to always be there at the end. When that ball coming down, he was going to be in good position, man. Mo had long arms, so he could reach yeah. out and, and, and press coverage. He had, was great. Mo Claiborne, I'll make the comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell my physical attributes. He reminded me of Nani Asamoah. Long. Long. 
Yeah, long. And I looked at him like a prototypical. I'm like, oh, he could be nominee. Like Konami, it was that guy in Oakland, not the nominee in the, the Eagles. But, yep. but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's that's what happened when you change scheme. Like, he had that same measurements. Yep. So I was like, dog, you're not gonna throw the ball on more. Like yep. dog, I'm like, dog, y'all not watching the measurements. Y'all not watching when I'm watching. To the moment, put, put him in cover. Good luck, man. <laughs> put him in that Tampa yeah. two was a disservice. Was a disservice because yeah, he we played man. Savage. Shavis went from like from going back. Shavis really ran cover three at Tennessee. He was a cover three guy. So when in football terms, when he got to LSU, that cover three all turned to man. So he would call cover three, right? And he, at that time, we really started doing his own matching concepts. So everything really started turning to man. So we used to start manning it up. We would roll the safety down, a strong safety. Or if we roll in weak, the weak safety down. Yep. The corner's playing cover three. But if you got two receivers, then. Once you go flat, we man now, yeah. you know? So, so become your man. Yeah, so we started planning like man. So really, it would be a cover three call, but we already knew man is man, you know? And and, and we excelled at that, and Shavers loved it because you go from Tennessee while you playing true cover three zone, and now when you come to LSU, you got man corners now. That's how yeah, LSU got dogs. You know, and it all started from Saban getting, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Travis, uh, from South Florida, them guys were playing corner. Corey Webster, them guys were playing man. Corey Webster, yeah, yeah Corey, well, Travis, Corey. not Travis, Dave, Travis Daniels, um, Travis Ronnie Daniels, Proulx, yeah, yeah, all yeah, them dudes were playing. Yeah. All them dudes were man corners, man corners, yeah. Ronnie you Proulx, know, Travis yeah, Daniels, Shevis yeah. Jackson. When we got there, yeah. Jonathan Zena. Yeah. When I got yeah. there, Chad Jackson. We were all man corners, you know, and so that's what we played a lot of, and 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 and, and Mo was great at it, you know, sharpening his tool that corner mm-hmm. with his technique and his patience. You know, and shit, it was guys and them and dude could run, run, ran well. Full John got, that didn't John Dezion got drafted by the Falcons. No, Chevis did. Chevis got drafted. Chevis got big forehead. I'll tell you right now, man. Chevis probably was the best, the best technical corner I've seen, like, at that time. And even through LSU, man, he was really good. He wasn't fast. But his knowledge of the game, so he really taught me. Like I said, Kobe Raymond was an assistant DB coach there. Mm-hmm. He just got in to coaching the college ball, and uh, and technically sound man, Chevis probably was one of them guys. Man, he was underrated and he was really good, bro, at at understanding the game and and helped me understand the game and got my IQ high. Man, he understand route recognition and that was huge. Um, and uh, but we and I learned from a lot of good guys. LeRon was a senior when I was there, mm-hmm. man. But but Chevis is probably one of the most underrated corners to come through there. I'll tell you that. And LSU, LSU's had some corners though. Yeah, and BBU man, he was good though. Tredavious White was good. We yeah. had corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really had some That's good team. And we was coming, man, them guys up. We weren't playing no zone and playing cover yeah. three, and we catching picks like punts and cover three. Nah, we were gonna challenge you at the line. Let you me know? ask you this. From your time playing mm-hmm. to what you see now, mm-hmm. what are some of the advantages that you think DBs have now compared to what you did and some of the things that you just, that you think that is missing from defensive backs now? Um, what I would say is now, um, the game is, the, the position is taught differently now too. You know, um, used to be a lot of zone too, and man, used to, you know they used to call it bump and run now. Yeah. But now it's different techniques you can play now because receivers are moving different now. 
you see them guys are training now different. They, they, they getting like in and out of routes and now yeah. they getting movement with their routes. A lot of stimming going on and, and getting on your heels and stuff now too. So um, back then, like I said, it used to be a lot of bump and run. But now uh, guys, guys have added more to their repertoire of how I'm going to run this route. And the back shoulder throw came in the game now a lot too. Um, Route concepts are different. Uh, dudes are running routes now. They're not running straight line curls no more. Yeah, dudes right. are stimming it. They're getting that different kind of ways and sitting it down now. Uh, post routes are different now. You know, quarterbacks, do, it's a passing like, passing game now, you know. so But what I do love about the position now is that, one, DBs have been the most drafted position in the last 12 years. Um, it's a passing game now, so every D- five or more DBs on the field at all times now. So um, that has that has grown since the past. Correct. Um, Correct. Uh, schematic now. People running three three fives now. Yeah. More DBs on the field, like I said, uh, different coverages now. They mix it up, and ain't no true cover threes and cover twos no more. Playing combo coverage. Uh, a lot of guys are playing now. It's home matching concepts that from Saban like to run now. You know, to take a lot of error, a lot of green out of the defense. Mm-hmm. So that's the parts that have changed from defensive backs to now. Um, I think the game has improved now because it's a passing league. So now it features more DBs now that are getting drafted now. And I tell kids all the time now, man, so you want to go to college? Come play DB. It's easy to get there. They look at the most drafted position now. Yeah. You know, uh, that airs rushers. Now, O line and tackles. Mm-hmm. So there's you know, a, so you so you might be thinking there's a diminishing effect that the one position is linebacker. Yeah. Well, you honestly you you, you the way it's going now, mm-hmm. the guy that plays strong safety yep. in in high school mm-hmm. now becomes uh uh either inside to like uh yep. apex linebacker okay. type mm-hmm. type deal, and then once his body fills up. He's now your Michael Parsons. Yeah. He's not a he's not a guy that's that's coming off the edge, but they mm-hmm. could if running back release to the flat, I can run I can run that wheel. With I can you. drop in that flat. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like and and be comfortable, mm-hmm. not like what we like not like what they try to do with Von Miller. Like hey, who's strictly a pass rusher? Like mm-hmm. hey, just get here just to you know they right. just to respect it. Like the whole space, right? Yeah. So, I, so the thing that we all come accustomed to in our era of football was middle linebacker, weak side. Strong side. Right. Right? <laughs> it's like the era of football has evolved. Absolutely. It, it changed. So, like, our era, mm-hmm. you had to be strong up the middle. Up the middle. Yeah, I, I felt you, you, you had to have a safety. You had to have a dog at the one. You had mm-hmm. to have a mic. Mm-hmm. This era, you have to be strong on the edges. You want to funnel everything inside, yeah. to the inside. Mm-hmm. Because it's the easiest way to score is out here. Mm-hmm. The harder way to score is you gotta you know you know how hard it is to score going up the middle? Uh, yep. Yeah, unless you do you gotta boom 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 and you still gotta get to the edge some type of way. You hardly see a touchdown on any level that goes straight down the middle of the fifth. Yep. Unless you're gonna hurt boom 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 tush put yeah mm-hmm. but that's one yard line. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why the spread is up the minute. That's why the spread is so big now in right. spacing because the offensive coordinators understand now that okay yeah so like he said, it's hard to run, get touchdowns up the middle and run 30, 40 yard touchdowns up the middle. And I get this thing on a perimeter. If we run a bubble, one missed tackle is a touchdown. Done. Yeah. You know, and I'm using, and I'm really using my athletes more now, better in space now, you know, so. 
it's a numbers game too now. You, well, it's been a numbers game, but it's a numbers game now on because you're spread out now. You know, I can I can eat this one side of the field up. You know, I can, and all they're doing it now is college and NFL is dressing it up to get my good guys in space and opportunity to get good matchups. So um, so now. So now it's easy now. I can, one missed tackle, like I said, it's a touchdown now. You know, especially if you put my athlete on, on one of your athletes. Yeah. I'm looking for that mismatch, man, and and that's the football comes down to. So now, like you say about the strong safeties, they call them rovers and all that stuff and whatever they call them stars or jacks, you know, whatever jacks and all that. And uh, so now that's really your outside guy. That's really your backers now. That's gonna make eighty tackles a year, eighty plus tackles a year now. Right. You know. Um, and it's funny how the game has just evolved, Speed, man. It's funny how the game has evolved because if you watch in the early 2000s or in your mm-hmm. 90s era and you watch it now, right, you got a complete different concept of the game of football, mm-hmm. right, you, especially on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Obviously, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, you see more spread now more than ever, even at the NFL level. Right, right. But at the at the high school and college level, man, you're watching so many different concepts of mm-hmm. what's going on. The game ain't – the game just isn't man up. Mm-hmm. And see what, and see who can beat who. That's not the game. Nope. You know what I mean. And so I think a lot of us, as fans, when we watch the game, we're, we're not really watching. We're not realizing that the game has evolved. Mm-hmm. The game has changed, and we're not really understanding what we're watching because we came from an era where it was either man coverage or nothing. Yeah. Well, it was smash. It was kind of a yeah. mm-hmm. contact on contact. Mm-hmm. Who was better, Ray Lewis, Eddie George? Yeah. Mentality, mm-hmm. right? That's not football no more. We're not watching this running back versus linebacker matchup. We're watching scheme versus scheme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you know why? Because to and, – and coaches go through it all the time. To change what the times mean to admit that you yourself is now obsolete. Yep. The game that you the – game, the game that I played is not the game that's you played coach. today. That's not the game you That's coach. That's not the game I coach. Exactly. That's not the game I coach. I can't coach. If I coach the way I play, man, I would I would never have another coaching job again. Yep. So the the ones that just sit there like, all right, the knowledge football is still football. Yep. But stuff like something as simple as when we play, if a team ran trips, it always went to the field. Mm-hmm. Now they run it to the boundary. Yep. Why? To space out all now you got because as a defense, you have to respect it. Mm-hmm. You got to adjust to the numbers because it's a numbers game, like Josh said earlier. Mm-hmm. But now look what you just gave up. So the person that's that's in this space, he got to be a monster. Yep. He got to be, He you got to have the ultimate trust. Like, hey, try it. Try it. And still understand that, look, he's going to get it. Some They're going to get it sometime simply because that's a whole lot of room. And as you get higher and higher in the in the. So, so high school is is one room, you know. College is that much farther. NFL is not at, the the hashes are, are, are shorter than college, but it's still that's a lot of space, and that's a grown man mm-hmm. about to about to come in the area. That's, that's just all it is. You got to adjust with it, and that's to me. That's what I think what's missing today's athlete, the IQ of the game that there they play, because they don't watch the game that they play. They watch highlights. That's it. And yeah. that's it. That's they, it. Yeah. they not. They not. Like I sit. I can sit there as a DC. I can sit there and talk to my safety. Hey man, look, it's three by two. Don't fall for the candy. They about to run a double post. Don't mm-hmm. fall for the candy because if you jump on the candy, 
is always the second window. And they run a double slant. It's always the second window that's open. That's open. We got help in the first window. I need you to be in the second window. Coach, what, what's window? Yeah. I know. can't blame you. That's today's generation. Yeah. But it's like, that's the next part that we as coaches, yeah. try. that's the battle that we're fighting. Yeah, the hardest thing is to try to get them to be students of the game. And I tell my kids all the time that, man, this game of football is is always room to grow. It's always evolving. And you see the game has changed. But when you're not a student of it, you're not going your IQ is not gonna be high and you're gonna be behind. Uh, but this this new like you were saying, this new generation don't like you said, they wanna watch the the highlights and stuff. They're not watching the technique and how this dude how this dude played this with his inside on, how he spilled this block, or how he set his edge and kept his outside on free. They're not watching that like that. You know, they're not watching the specific technique, how he rolled down and played this curl of flag concept. They're not watching that. They don't study it like that. They're going to look, oh, man, this dude got head tap. Yeah. Oh, this dude got a bomb. Oh, this dude got shook. Oh, this dude got smoked. You see the highlight reels. Yeah, so we watching film in high school. We watching film. Uh, every time somebody get hit hard, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. They laughing. They laughing. You, you ain't, yeah, you ain't watching how this dude, how this dude spilled this block right here for this other guy to make this tackle right, right. here. Yeah. You just watching the runner. Yeah. You watching to see how he can do something. You ain't see how the you ain't see how this guy set his edge right here and made that everything funnel back inside mm-hmm. to him, to the uh, to his teammates. So the guy who really made the, set the edge and made him funnel funnel inside, he really the guy that made the play. Yeah. Oh, look, you know. Man, he wide open. You don't see how he got wide You don't see mm-hmm. the guy that we're worried about. He sacrificed this play and ran a hard post yep. and took you and the safety with him. Now you just say yeah, middle I mean, linebacker. Please come yep. and cover. Like you just said, oh man, they trans. They he wide open. Mm-hmm. Did you see what's the concept they ran? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not <laughs> students of it, like like how we used to be, man. And um, is it hindering them? I think so. It is. But, but how do you change it? Yeah, that's my about my question. How do you change? That's my exact question. How do you change it? You, it, I think it's just time, man, that you have to put in with them. And, and it's about a one-two-two, two, man, because now you got to think, too. They only phone, social media. They they see all this, the highlights, they see it. So it's, 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 it's a challenge. To, it's about one-two. I say that's how you change it. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the girl. Yeah, <laughs> whatever they focus is, <laughs> man. I, to me, I, ladies I, always been a distraction. I think <laughs> I think it's like, like everything. To me, it starts at home mm-hmm. because we had – role models to look at. We saw our dads. We saw our uncles. Hey, if they did it, hey man, I did such and such at school. This is what I did. Like my dad used to tell me, man, I rushed for 100 yards every game. Right. I ran 11. Mm-hmm. Man, she, you wouldn't rush 100 against uh, against my D-line that right. we playing again. Yeah. But shit, if, if he rushed for 100 a day and he ran 11 twice a day, I mean, I got to run it three times a day just to get him to get 50. That's the yeah. mentality. They, yeah, mentality. You know, I, you know I mean, I mean, to get you to zero, I got to run it four times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, so it starts at home to change it. But then also it's like how you, you know, how you, me, what I tell my kids, like, man, hey, you can't get a six-figure job on a minimum wage effort. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't get six yep. minute, you can't get a six figure pay on minimum wage effort. So Balls. if you think you're a college football player, you can't do what the kid that when after senior night, when that final playoff game blow is going is doing that's going to walk at Walmart. Yeah, you got to do more because you you're not competing against 
your own class, yep. you compete against guys that know what it is to yep. be in the in the transfer program. They they didn't know what a they know what a college program. You got kids that's and this is no not because I finished at the sweat. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got kids that's at teams that's in Nash that's in the final four right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to the swag. That, and, and and that portal made it easy for him, man. That portal made him no patience at all. Definitely, I want to talk they, about they the portal. Thinking, they thinking that it's too, it's easy, man. And now you got guys, man, I seen, like the last couple of days, I seen guys starting and doing, and did well at their school. Yeah. But still getting it hopping in the, the portal. The kid of Ohio State. No patience, man. That's why, that's why, one, they don't want to be students of the game. Two, they don't understand patience. Three, they don't like to work hard. Four, they think it's easy. Right. You know, and they think that that stuff is just going to be given to them and it's going to be handed to them. So now when you got guys who getting high, who getting recruited, now when they get on campus and now they're going to recruit another kid who just as good as you are better than you now. So now them, them, them conversations are not the same. They're on your butt now yeah. for you to go work hard and do this now. And we're trying yeah. to find your replacement. Yeah, as soon as you sign and get to on campus, they're looking for your replacement already, my the man. Next day. So now, so now it ain't all glamorous and glory now. So now, when as soon as you go go through adversity, or get a hard time or a situation, or if the coach fuss at you or get on your butt about something, now you ready to hop in that portal. So now, but I know hopping in the portal is the thing. It's a trend now, man. Yeah, and I hate that. Over twelve hundred kids in the portal. This, this, and to me as a high school coach, and I know you feel the pain. Mm-hmm. I hate the portal because now it kills my kids. Yep, it does. My kids, yep. my. My kid, my kid's shot is is done until they find a way to regulate it. Yeah. Now, I think you should. I think it should be like a incentive for every high school kid you you sign. You get uh like for every like five you get a you get one exemption on the so that that Porter kid doesn't count against your yeah. your scholarship number. So now what that starts doing, it starts making them recruit high school because yeah. now like at a school like Destrehan, mm-hmm. where coaches at if he has some five, four or five-star guys. Those guys are getting recruited. Exactly. They're like a legit getting recruited. That three-star guy, that two-star guy, they're not getting the shot. Yep. And then when you look around the league, J.J. Watt was a two-star. Tyron Matthew was a two-star. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, two-star. Um, um, Antonio Brown, yep. two-star. Yep. You know, Tom Brady, three-star. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that fringe. So, like, mm-hmm. you're missing the golden opportunity yep. of a class yep. because of hey this kid was a five star kid alright you know he gonna transfer we gonna take him we gonna, we gonna give this kid like four or five different tries and it's one kid that all he needs is, is he raw everybody that's coming out is raw it's, it's nobody that goes from high school to college that got it right now and then the COVID year killed it all like the COVID yeah. years when it all really got big yeah I see when they, they got big guys an extra yeah, year yeah, yeah and they got multiple years yeah and they got multiple years for COVID mm-hmm. you know so so that blew it up even more but the thing that changed is back then when we was in school nobody was really transferring because you got to sit out of here yeah so yep, that's the yep. only that that's was the only year. that's the only way that is the only way it would it would get under control if you make them sit out a year if they want to train you could transfer go to any school you want to but if you got to sit out of here, everything would be different. Yeah, uh, it, it pauses. And to, pause, mm-hmm. and to add to that, when it comes to the portal, there are kids that I say, you know what? They've probably been at a power five school, a small power. Five. We mm-hmm. had Jalen Lucas on. Mm-hmm. He played two years at Indiana. I, I just tried in the portal. Got in the portal. 
I don't mind a Jalen Lucas going in the portal because when I'm watching at Indiana, I'm saying, man, he could probably display this at another school. Yeah, he was the vocal point of the offense he over there. Point. But I'm watching other kids. I'm the, the thing about the portal is that they got kids who are in the portal who don't have film. Mm-hmm. You haven't played your freshman year. You haven't yep. played your sophomore year. You went into the portal, right? And instead of you transferring to a school where you can get film, mm-hmm. you may have skills, you may have some athletic ability, but you didn't get on the field. You're still thinking that another elite power five school you're trying to get to. You right. have no film. Right. So if you're going to go in the portal, at least go in the portal to go to a school where mm-hmm. it's about getting film. Mm-hmm. You need to get on the field. So yeah, so if you are or at LSU and you say, I'm transferring, why do you have Alabama on your mind if you didn't get on the field at LSU? Exactly. Why is this another other power five elite school on your mind when well, I think I'm going to go? You didn't play here. Mm-hmm. What, what does this mean? You're not playing there. You're not playing at Georgia. You're not playing at Florida. Right. Don't, don't you can sit somewhere else where you can get some film. The only thing I would say that I would just like encourage, there's two reasons I would encourage the kids like, hey, hop in the portal. One, hey, it's a crowded situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like in every kid, everybody knows, like it's that favoritism type type deal where like, I'm not getting a true shot. I'm not being held to the same standards as this guy. situations like and that, I bet, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I accept that. And two, like, it's strictly football. So, like, hey, I'm a pro-style kid. Let's talk about quarterback. I'm a pro-style kid. Mm-hmm. My guy's going. He's coming in with the air raid system. Am I going to put up numbers and all that stuff? Probably so. That that's. But I'm not going to be comfortable. Right. I'm not going to. It's not going to trans. It, my game doesn't fit that. Right. It's it's like if Derrick Henry was in high was in college right now, and him him leaving Alabama because they kind of went more spread and say, you know what, I'm going to Iowa. I'm going to Wisconsin. Why? Because they're power football. Power football. It fits me. I Hey, I'm transferring because the scheme doesn't fit me no more. Because at the end of the day, it's a business. I'm a business too. Correct. I got to move. Exactly. I, I, I respect that. But so. now you got coaches not trying to blast. Um, I'm not trying to blast uh, Nebraska head coach's name. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. Matt Rule. You got kids going to this portal. I've never seen this many quarterbacks in the portal. Oh, yeah. Never seen this. Some guys were starting. The guys, and they were starting. And playing had well years. They had well years. I'm like, I've never seen this many quarterbacks in the portal that were starting. Yeah. yeah. And the rumor is the NIL deals, well, you need a million dollars or two million dollars to get a quarterback. So I think guys are hearing this, mm-hmm. this absurd amount, this seven-figure money, and every kid who's in the portal, I can promise you the abundance of portal kids or transferees trying to seek out some type of NIL, NIL. circumstance because yep. they didn't get it out come out of high school. Mm-hmm. So they're not they're trying to find a way to get it out. And listen, I understand that it's a part of college football, and I respect it. But every kid is not going to get the, the same type of NIL deal. NIL doesn't mean that you're trying to get a six or seven figure opportunity. That's yeah. not going to be the case for a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. You kids got to understand that it's it's about getting film and being productive with the opportunity to potentially play this game on Sunday. If, yeah. if the opportunity becomes That's available. What about. That's what it's about. And if you can't, you need to find a way to create some lineage at a school you're going to because you're going to need that university, that mm-hmm. school with that degree at some point if that's still opportunity is not to play on Sundays. They got kids bouncing around going all over the place. When college is over, you have no heritage, you have no lineage with these universities. 
And guess what happens? They you build no connections, no relationships. You build no connections. Your network is. Your yep. network, your relationships are this big. Yeah. And now you wonder why you still can't participate and in, in be involved in some sort of coaching opportunity yep. or whatever. You have no relationships. You stuck with nothing, trying to chase. I don't know what you're chasing. You don't have the roots. And a lot of them schools not really breaking bread like that, like they saying. They are. No, I'll tell you that right now, dude. So don't think them dudes getting everybody when you transfer, you getting NIL deals and you getting millions and you getting the ones are the ones who getting them. You know, and uh, I and like I said, that portal is a trend now, and dudes want different sceneries and stuff like that. Like, like me and one of my homeboys, Chris Jones, was talking about how Travis Etienne he coached Montreal at De La Salle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's running back coach at Jesuit. We had a yeah. conversation this morning when we seen Travis Etienne get in the portal. For what? Why? Why? And you're running, you're running back. NFL's using two running back systems now anyway. Yeah. You know. The quarterback, the quarterback from Ohio State. You started. Kyle McKay, McCoy. 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 Uh, you started at Ohio State. Yep. What, what, how can you go from Ohio State to where? To where? To where? Where are you going to go? And Ryan Day, Ryan Day throws the ball. But their offense wasn't the same since Stroud and, and McCoy. Yeah, their offense, the quarterback play wasn't as great as it was with Super Correct. Stroud. So I read something that said uh, Ryan Day had a conversation with him and told him that, he was going to get a transfer guy. Ron, they like a guy who's going to put points up on that board and get yeah. that ball out, too, and, and a more mobile quarterback, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so Ryan Day told him that he was going to get a uh, – that he can still – he can compete. I'm going to get a guy out the portal. You can compete. And Probably get the war kid out of, out of Washington yeah, State. Yeah, they say he's the number one guy. <laughs> but, see, you hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kids don't want to compete. Nope. They're afraid of competition. Nope, they stand up and, but see, but that goes back to what we said earlier. We got it out the mud. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was... I was These new babies. We was, what, six, These seven grades, if yeah. that, trying to hoop on a street ball yep. court with high school. Man, I don't mm-hmm. care. Get in the post. This yeah. boy at 40 pounds bigger than me. Nope. Don't care. Let's compete, go. Man. Let's go. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get buckets. And let me get a bucket. Yeah. I'm going to get buckets. That's, a, that's, a, it's, yeah. that's it. Bragging rights. Scared to compete. Oh, he can't hold me. I'm, I'm, I'm 10 years old. He's 15. He can't guard me, dog. Everybody going to do it. <laughs> he can't guard me. Man, like, 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 I know I ain't that fan. I, I know I'm the fan, but, like, if I were, if I was to race Ja and I beat Ja, there's nothing Ja could tell me. Mm-hmm. And, it, and and there's nothing that his homeboy would like. Man, yeah, man, yeah, you beat every, you, right. you won 100 races, but, man, mm-hmm. that one you lost to, man, you lost to that 300-pound kid, man. Damn, uh, uh, man. Yeah. I, I, struck, I struck out on Ja. I struck, you know what I'm saying, but, like, hey. but, like, but now, nowadays, age, man, come on, let's race, man. If if our numbers looking kind of saying, mm-hmm. man, nah, man, man, if we gonna race, we gonna see me at meet me at the track and all that. Yeah. Like, what you scared for? Let race. But they're competitive in different things, right? They they competitive in the wrong days. Well, mm-hmm. different things. No, right? wrong days. Wrong I got more followers. I how many how many likes I can get? How many shares I can get? They competitive in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and, and, and some of them coaches don't make it better neither because you still because they still sell them kids them dreams yeah, oh, yeah. you come in and you gonna play early yeah and this and that and then who yep. yeah coach sometimes okay so if a coach miss on a kid he ain't as good as you thought he was then hey I mean kid gonna want to leave too yeah right? you know but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now I'm all for the kids in the portal you going to too. Nichols and Southeast and then you ball and you that's a thing too you ball at Nichols Southeast that's my thing McNeese or something like that UL or whatever you ball out and then now you want you gonna leave that program Kyron Lacey to be example yep. with the UL balled out and with yep. LSU Kyron yep yep, yep. Zion Alexander yep. Southeast Southeast yep. 
Yeah, them I, guys I, are I, them guys are moving, so it's all it's, it's crazy. And I'm all for guys are moving up too. Moving yeah, up, yeah, moving yeah, up because they do always have diamond in the roughs and guys that were slept on and recruiting. I'm all mm-hmm. for that, man. It did like the part. The other part of the transfer part of that, like that I'm pro is like, hey, I might have always been a SEC talented kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't take school serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta go solid. Mm-hmm. I got college credits now. I'm taking, you know, I understand, boo. I'm hearing the buzz, man. Hey, if you hop in the portal, Tennessee will give you a, sh- you know, waiting for you. Yeah, Touch ball Ole Miss, Ole Miss, yeah. Got you got I fall, got I got film, got I got film. grades now. Film. So, like, I understand, like, hey, look, film. I messed that up. You know, coach will always tell me, take take care of your grade, man. Look, yep. hey, as long as I'm eligible, coach, I'm good. That's how they you know what I'm saying? It's a sign, I'm like, oh, you can't, we can't accept it because there's no more Prop 40 rule. No, like right. the, that used to say fuck cats. That's say cats. Our generation, the gray shirt they call it too. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. They, uh-huh. That's gone. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of cats. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I gotta ask you this question because mm-hmm. you know one thing that we love to do on our podcast, we love to ask questions that can lead to advice for other people that's going through something mm-hmm. similar. Now you stated multiple times on the show that you know. As a, as a high schooler, you know, you had a kid. Mm-hmm. You still played sports. You still graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. You still went and played college ball. Mm-hmm. What would your advice be to a kid now that's in that same situation? And talk about, you know, like the, you know, some of the success that you had while going through it and some of the, like, the learning curves that you had mm-hmm. to, like, man, like, it is not for the for the faint of heart. Yeah. All right. So, and you particularly about the situation where you have a kid in high school too, and that. Okay. So, um, I mean, I I got a good family backbone too. You know, I was I raised around a lot of women too, though. You know, um, I had I had some great help with my mom. You know, uh, little Jai mom, she was excellent too. You know, um, um, just man, when you have a kid at that age you really now understand you're motivated. Now you have somebody looking up to you. You know how it is. I'm sure you all have kids, right? Yep, right. I do. So, and now when you have your kid, man, it, I ain't living for me no more. I'm living yeah. for this, this little sucker bad sucker right here. Correct. You know, um, Correct. so now your decision making and everything you do is now, now you really putting time into your thinking and you thinking out your decision making now because I have someone that's looking up to me. Mm-hmm. You know, Lil Jai wants, want, always wanted to be just like me. You know, everything I did, he did. You know, and um, and in that situation, man, uh, I wouldn't leave it, especially because of us, the people that, our people. Yeah. That, um, yeah. you know, father, good father figures are hard to come by now. Yeah. Correct. You know, so um, be a part of that, you know, and, and yeah, and like I tell him, it's not a mistake that you made. It's just the timing may be off, you know, but um, every decision you're making now is for your, your little one. Mm-hmm. You know, but stay the course, man. It's it's my advice, man, and 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 it's gonna help. It's gonna humble you up, and it's gonna you gonna you gonna level up and focus up. You know, um, and uh, love the kid because that's your biggest motivation. You know, especially when you have a son, he want he's gonna do everything. He he everything you gonna do, especially yep. at them younger ages. You know, um, and um, and it, it should as a man, it should motivate you to want more, want better. You know, uh, we always say that we want our children to be better than us and, w- and have more than us, you know. So um, just 
being that good role model and guidance is going to level you up, man. You're going to either, you're going to have to make better decisions, you know, and, uh, and that's all the motivation you need to work hard and want to go get it, you know? Um, and, uh, like I, I tell my son all the time, man, uh, besides God plan, man, it's always planned out for you, you know? So I sacrificed my life to make sure that you were good, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you had everything that you needed and that you wanted. And family, family support plays a big part in it, too. But it will motivate you, especially playing sports, too, man. It's going to humble you. You ain't going out and do all that. You got a child. Yep. You know, you got yep. a little one that's looking up to you. You know, sacrifice you. No, nah, you ain't going nowhere because you got you to gotta spend time with your, your baby. If your baby's sick, too, you ain't going to that pool party or you ain't going to that kickback. You know, you got to make sure you're a little one. But it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to elevate you and, and make you more mature, man, and make you more hungry for success. So, Bush. You know, and work your butt off. You know, it's gonna be a lot of sacrifice mm. that you're gonna have to take and that you're gonna have to do. You know, and uh, um, my advice is, man, if, if you ever in that situation like that, man, to uh, stay motivated because that's all the motivation you need. You know, and, and man up and go get it. You know, I got another question for you. Mm -hmm. Um, as a obviously you was a highly rated recruited kid, mm -hmm. um, but now you had the opportunity to see it from a different lens as a parent mm -hmm. watching your kid. Mm -hmm. get Mm -hmm. wasn't about you. It's about Josh in June. Mm -hmm. As a parent, what are some of the advice you'll give to parents to help their kids get recruited better versus you see a lot of parents who make the recruiting about them and maybe mm -hmm. it's a stigma against the kid. What maybe some things you can maybe share with kids, but parents. With the out parents. There. Parents, first off, too, understand your kid and know what type of kid you have. You know, every every parent wants their kid to go to college and get Alabama offers, LSU offers, Michigan mm -hmm. offers, Ohio State offers, Oregon yeah. offers. Everybody, every every parent wants that for their kid. You know, and we deal with it as a high school coach. You know that mm -hmm. uh, my baby ain't got no offers, and my baby's supposed to be going to college. And uh, parents think it's all our fault. But one parent, come see your child practice. <laughs> come see how many times I got to tell your child to walk off, run off the field when he's not. Come, come, say, come see how many times I have to tell your child to give effort. You know, understand your child. That's the that's the main and most important part. Understanding your child' talent. Understand if he's really yep. good or not. Be real with your child. You know, um, like I said, every parent every parent wants their kid to go to LSU or Ohio State, right. whatever. You know, but yep. understanding your child is the biggest part. You know, be involved. You know, right. just don't be involved when that kid is in trouble or he's scoring touchdowns every Friday. Be involved. Understand his academics. Understand the qualifications that they need to be uh to 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 be cleared by the clearinghouse and stuff like that. Um um make sure you put your kids in in, in, in the right resources to get better. Make sure your kid working and getting to college and playing in the NFL, it ain't it ain't easy. I'm tell you that right now. And everybody in the NFL is really good. And that's not a sad dude in the NFL. Right. I promise you that. Ask Marlon. He'll tell you. You know, um, and just be real with your with your kid is the main thing, information that I can give those parents. You know, understand your child, man. And you know if your child really good or not. You right. Know, parents know that. Dads know that. Especially if they, they, they know that. They know that their child really good or not. You your kid like that. Yeah. You know, you know if your child a real deal, if your child <laughs> dog in him. You know if your child was self, if he's scared to go outside and all that stuff like that. You yeah. know, you know if your child a dog or not. You know, um, and and just be up on it too, parents. Um, nowadays, be up on the recruiting. Go fill out questionnaires. Bring them to camps. Do all that, you know. Do all that stuff. Don't think that putting everything on us as high school coaches and 
think that we got to get everything right. done for you, which we're going to really try our best yes. to get every kid in school as possible. Now, right. You know, as a head coach, that's our goal, too. That's goal. To get as many kids in, in, in college as Facts. possible. Facts. You know, some kids are going to fall short. Everybody not made to go play football. Right. You know, everybody not made. Some people are just to, some people are made just to do it to high school. And I, what I tell kids do is to play sports because sports teach you things that the real world and school not going to teach you. Correct. You know, adversity is the main thing. Right. And those team efforts. And the team effort those that, team you effort. know, yeah, you're going to get so effort. far as a team than individual. Individually. Because yeah. what happens is that most people, when they get a job, mm-hmm. and, and again, even if you're an entrepreneur, but most people who, most of us in the work, we're going to get into the workforce. Right. And you're going to have to learn how to be a team player mm-hmm. and have team efforts and things. And mm-hmm. Sports helps with it, especially with football, because you got a, a lot of teammates. You may go work for a big ultimate company. sport, man. The ultimate sport. Yeah. It, to me, I think the biggest thing that sports teach you is it's not no quick success. Yep. It's a process. It's, yeah. Nobody wakes up and like, ah, I'm a state championship. Nobody. Oh, I'm a district nobody. championship. Mm-hmm. You got you got to, it starts in the spring in, in where it starts in the winter. Like if you come, you know, say, you know, working out and all this stuff, all the sprints, all the weights you didn't lift, all the the oh, this is when coach say, hey, we we raise it. Is this oh, is this, oh, but if it's empty, this is the check. You know, like we all all that, and then the the sprints, the practice, the hours, the yeah. the 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 grind, the action, the, the right question, and then just made is is only six teams gonna get a state championship. championship yep. <laughs> Coach, tell me this. I got a question for you. Tell me this. How do you deal with the parents that come to you, oh my baby should be playing, my son should be starting because he a senior. You know, how how, how like how do you deal with that? Or what advice do you have for that? Yeah. I for for me, first it depends on what hat you wear. Mm-hmm. What hat you wear. So when I was at A meet, I was a position coach. Mm-hmm. So I could have that your son not good. Right. Your son like your mm-hmm. I can have that your son is not better than Ishmael Sopson. Mm-hmm. Your son is not better than this kid. Your son is not better than this kid. You know what I'm saying? Hey, your your son is not better than that. Or I can say I can also flip it around. If I who I'm gonna take off the field for your son. I could have that and like, yeah, but you know, you know, he get like, like we're so that's the crack. Coach, you think. But like as a coordinator, assistant head coach, mm-hmm. it's the first let them get it out. Mm-hmm. My babe, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I call it I call it the coddle but direct approach. Yeah, because some coach you, needs to hear this too. I'm you, know, you. you know what I'm saying? Hey, let let the parent get him out because understand too you're a parent too so you don't you understand that like you're in a position that that parent's not in you're at the facility with them 24 7 they're not they have some they have other kids they have multiple things they gotta do so they just being a, a parent yeah. why i want to know why my kid's not doing this right. just like you would do to a teacher hey why are my kids fail in this class you don't know because you're not in that classroom with class, right? you know so let them get it out but then start, but don't be like, hey, this and that. Start directing them. Okay, well, one, your kid doesn't come to practice. Or, like, when he comes to practice, he's just sitting down. Minimum he, effort. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that's that's one. Two, hey, this, you know, and if that kid's better than them, you know, don't just flat out say, hey, 
this kid's better than your child son. Right, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't do that. Like, hey, you know, you know, when it comes to when it comes like put it in attributes. If you if, if you could think about Madden or you know any type of sport, like, hey, this kid, hey, this kid is stronger than this kid. You know, in this in our district in this league, you know, at this it's like to me, I think it's easy to explain at a five the bigger school because five A is is. Hey, it's, it's, it is right. what it is. Yeah. It's, it's not 1A, 2A with like, hey, these kids playing both ways and so forth. So you have that conversation, you have that honest conversation with them. Um, I learned this from, from um, yeah, Coach Dave, uh, Dave John. You know, have a hot conversation, have a hot conversation. Honest, open, and transparent. Yeah. You know, so so you have so you have that conversation, but then, you know, you Dang. compare it to them so where they can see it. And then you like, I need you, I will invite you to come to practice. Yep. Watch, I say, and, and I, and that's what that's I've, I've had to do a couple times this year. Like, hey, come to pre- like, like in your honest opinion, mom, dad, uncle, whatever. Who do, who do, who do you think he's better than? That start. Okay, I'm and look, I, I like that's your opinion. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now I want you to come to practice and watch those two, just those two kids practice. I want to watch. I want you to watch your kid yeah. and the kid that you think that he should be playing over practice and after practice i want you to tell me if your kids should start and i know you mentioned dave and i want let me give dave his flowers right quick man Mm -hmm. because um i tell you one thing about dave when i was going through the recruiting process with little jai he was honest kept it real with me Mm -hmm. you know um um i hit him up about you know about the florida state and he was like uh jai i love him i know little jai's a baller i know what he could do you know, I really love him. If it's me, I could do it. But he was like, I talked to Mike Novell and all that. Just didn't have no film at DB. But he was honest with me. He was open with me. He didn't give me the run around. He yeah. kept it 100 with me. And that's why I always have respect for him. I'm 100%. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's all sometimes people be needing. Yes. You know? Yes. And, yes. And, and at times, I think some college coaches don't do that. But Dave kept it real with me. He was like, Jai, we don't have no film on him. So... Why should, like, the thing is, the question mark is, is why should we offer a high school kid who doesn't have any film, even though I know the Jai's athletic, he can play, right. and go get a guy out the portal who has film, who's already developed, that film, all that. But he kept it real with me, and that's all I ever wanted. So from here on, I, I respect, respect him. Top notch. Respect him. Talking about high. You know, and that's all I ever wanted. And I told him now, I was like, Coach, thank you for keeping it 100. That's all I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and so, Dave, I took my head to your big brother, man, for always for keeping it real about that situation. And I always want to know. I'm one of them parents who, and I always been realistic with, with Lil Jai about it. You know, man, uh, yeah, this is the reason why this is that. Now, the ultimate sacrifice, you're an ultimate team player. So, my son could have been a five-star, I'm telling you. Actually, he know that at cornerback. But we played, he's 6'2". We played quarterback because that's what he'd been playing since five. And the team needed him that. We didn't have no other quarterback. Right. right. You know, so, and I told him the situation about it. But, shit, once Tulane gave us the opportunity, shit, that was it. And we ran with it. You know, but Dave, man, I took my hat to you, man. You kept it 100, dog. <laughs> He, might, hundred, he might be his new head coach. Yeah. Might be. Uh, Room around time is Princeton went off to Houston and took the bag. Yeah. yeah. So big shout out to Dave, man, for keeping that at keeping that a hundred, man. Is. Always love him and, and major respect, Dave, bro. But I, to, to be honest, like like having conversations like that with mm-hmm. Dave, Jabbar, mm-hmm. you know, Brock, you know, Brock just guys yeah. guys from our area mm-hmm. that 
keep it 100 with us. Right. You know, so like, if this is a guy at the the highest area, you know, you think about somebody like Jab, mm-hmm. you know, Yak, mm-hmm. you know, these guys, you know, these guys been assistant head coaches at Power Five universities. Exactly. You know, for if they can keep it honest with me, mm-hmm. why I can't keep it honest with that parent? That parent, like that parent. Hey, look, this is the this is the way it is. Right. But I need you at the same time. I need you to see with your own. Yeah. Because at the end of that, I'm a parent. You're a parent. You're a parent. Mm-hmm. Man, my my boy won't. Man, my 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 boy dog. Man, man, man. What you talking about, man? My, yeah. my boy. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of the day, because like I don't see him. I'm working. You know, boom, mm-hmm. boom. He come and tell me, man, dad, at practice, I kill him today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, they couldn't run on my side. They they they, they, man, they made me get off the field. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Then I'm out there to support him. I'm like, yeah, I don't see it playing. Like, nah, I got to that point, man. Man, you did. Like, and I'm, I know the, especially if I know the game too. Why you not out there? Come out of practice. Man, you getting ran off the field. You ain't running nobody off the field. You getting ran off the field. Boy, they they yep. they down blocking on you all day. You know, like but but like just that reassuring, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna paint a pretty picture. I'm gonna yep. give it, I'm gonna take the po- I'm gonna take the Polaroid. Shake it. <laughs> there it is. And being honest with the kids, so that's the main thing. You know, yeah. Yeah, and again, I think a lot of kids, like I tell, I, I, I'm always on Twitter and I'm always expressing mm-hmm. kids and I'm telling kids, listen, um, you, you, film is important now. Mm-hmm. The recruiting game has, has adjusted mm-hmm. and it made a new wave. And if you're a kid, you're a three-star, two-star player, man, listen, I ain't going to hit to tell you Power 5 is not in your future. I ain't here to tell yeah. you that you can't get to uh, the Georgias, the Alabamas, the LSUs, the USC's, the Ohio State, the Michigans. I ain't, I ain't going to never tell you that you can't play that. I'm gonna tell you if that's not your ranking coming out of high school, there's a different path. Right. Than going there initially and never getting filmed. Cause they're recruiting the top rated kids that could come in and play now. Cause there's such a demand now because of the increase in raises with these college coaches amount of money. Not it's not just the NIL money, but it's the increase in the money that they're paying these coaches. These coaches come in with the mentality of not only do they have to win, but they gotta have the right coaching staff. They gotta get compensated. Exactly. And so it's a win now deal it's not like hey he's got time to change and alter the culture of the program they're, this university is not giving they're giving them two years yeah. mm-hmm. two years if that if that and so and so when that, when that kind of coach he's taking this route to try to win and win now mm-hmm. he's 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 coaching for two years to get a to get a five-year five year extension yep <laughs> to get a five-year extension when now that's why the portal that's why they're going to get the kids out that portal Kids who developed and already got experience because when now, when now, you don't win now, we're gonna get you out of there. Money is not an issue now. Money not an issue no more. Yeah. See how they got Jimbo out of that yeah. money. Oh, what? And all that recruitment they did from Jimbo to come out of Florida State, yeah. yeah. we you got seventy six on 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 the books left, and yeah. and I, they still playing Kyle Summerlin. Yeah, it, they, they, they don't, don't care. care. You know what I'm saying? But like in that situation, what I I, I love to refer back to taste recruitment, like. Hey, he's uh, like he's a four star kid. He's undersized, all that stuff. Everybody, you know, is well documented. But what he had to do, he, like he betted on himself. He sold himself, but he understood like this is business. I understand what you're trying to do, but look, my job. Hey, Nick, I know I'm, nobody's gonna outwork me. I know you got Judy. I know you got Rugs. I know I know you. I know Ridley's still there. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. 
keep me off, try to keep me off the field. Yeah. What happens his freshman year? Championship. Who makes the Who makes the championship play? Championship. Two two freshmen. Two freshmen. Two and two lower. Stuff that he been doing since you know, like it, it goes from that to Heisman, Heisman <laughs> to first round Heisman, Heisman, Heisman. from little Heisman, Heisman trophy. But but the thing, but the thing, but the thing, I need people to understand it. most about Tay Heisman, your dog. They, they haven't they haven't re- retired his jersey yet. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's coming. But yeah. the thing, the thing that people need to win it he's, field or he's still in. humble, still humble. Yeah, good dude. They say he. he Good as gold, mm-hmm. and the crazy like, cause like by me never like I came to Amy as he left, but the the head coach, the head coach that Shane Lena and I was his position coach at Amy. He seen our relationship. He sat back and just watched. Okay, 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 and then next thing you know, hey Hank man, what we doing this? We doing. Devontae Smith calling me Hank, man. All right, baby. We 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 got some. You know what I'm saying? We got to we get to St. Alina. You know, they interview us as staff. Devontae Smith there. Devontae Smith come practice with the kids and all this stuff. Like, and we just sitting there calling like, like this our relationship went like I I coached against you for four years. I hated you for four years. And nines are like, you come, but like, you got no choice but to respect the type right. of person respect that he is. he is and then though. when you when you your genuine person like i'm like hey tay man i need an autograph man take take a picture man let's poke me um he just take man tay has been around me like so many times like state championship games and all that stuff yeah he just take i'm not hey he man i need take. a picture with you i need i need this no. i need that no hey man no. look, i'm proud of you keep pushing keep pushing on, keep on the flip side he the same way mm-hmm. man i last year st- man i our last state championship at Amy. Tay on the sideline, man. I the way they playing, I call boom, 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 boom. Man, tell Pilot Coke, boom, 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 boom. Man, hey, put your mic down, man. Hey, yeah, like not talking to like man, yeah, man. Cause the way that safety playing, man, man, you go double slam right now and just tell a quarterback to roll like he by the pad, but just keep going. It's a walk in. Pilot just hear his former player say that. What's the next play that happened? Go empty. Triple slant. <laughs> triple slant, yeah. Yeah, we went triple slant and then walk in. It was like, but that's the kid. Like that's he, the kid. Nah, nah. The kid. <laughs> it could have been blown up and all that stuff. You know, Powell could have, you know what I'm saying? But right. he did that. He was like, he was there for supporting his old coaches, his alma mater. Cena's won a state championship. Like when you hang, when, when you're holding up a state championship, you're looking for like Tay, Tay know where to be found. Cause for him it's not, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about that. I'm here to support. I'm here my, to support my I'm, my own, hey, my, my little brother on the team too. Yeah. I'm here to support this. All right. Proud of y'all, baby. Mm-hmm. I was here three times. I couldn't get one. My that's something my he little. He never won it. He never won it. Who did he win against? Lutcher. They should have. Now they should have won Lutcher. They should have won Lutcher. They got put out the playoffs unjustly, unjustly, unjustly yeah. Uh, okay, against the the Bugalusa deal uh-huh. and Lavonia. Lavonia. Man, I thought he won one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would, I would <laughs> that talent, bro. Man, <laughs> crazy. You know what I'm saying? But that's you know. Now the the group that came behind Tate with Ish, uh, Devontae Lee, Cassie well, Maxwell, Cam Henderson, Amon and Gilmore. Yeah, them. Two, it, but they were they were freshmen and watched that kid work. Mm-hmm. They were fretting like, man, you, 
if the best player on the team is doing this, I better do something. And that's the crazy thing. That boy could have been, it was just like you. He could have been a first-round DB mm-hmm. if he wanted to. Devontae? Yeah, he's boss. He, 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 he going to get it, man. He going to go get it. Yeah, Heisman Trophy, man. Get it. <laughs> Even though he ran one of the wrong colors. I mean, mm-hmm. well, it's power to him. You know what I'm saying? Power to him. You know what I'm saying? Too bad you know, his, you know, his road tie going to come to a little closure. You know, come to playoffs. You know? You hope. Oh, uh, is blue oh, going? No, is, is is blue going to do what blue always do? Nick ain't winning in a while, because listen, is blue going to do what blue always do? Man, listen, we... barbecue with mildew, baby, y'all. Hey, y'all, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. Porterhouse slab of ribs and all that good stuff during the regular season when it comes. Listen, to... Y'all that TCU beat y'all last year, bro. Yeah, yeah TCU. Listen. Yeah, you ain't lying. But that was bad, boy. That was bad, lost boy. But listen, um, no, but we didn't have Blake that game. Blake Blake was out for the playoffs. But I, I think that you know Michigan is overdue as a as a fan of Michigan football. Uh, we talking about from Charles Woodson winning the um, national championship. And that was it. That's the last time. That's the only championship you've seen in your life. <laughs> yeah, someone wants the Giants. The so, Giants don't look that good this year. Neither do the Saints. Oh my God! Say, why are you talking about my Giants like that? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 for those who the, the, the annoying verse that y'all just heard was Marlon. Uh, his his team ain't won uh Super Bowl since cocaine was legal. Um, cowboy fan, favorite, you know he don't know no better. <laughs> no, nah, I think I think my Wolverines, you know, they, they 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 have the best shot to win it. Now, obviously they don't. Um, I, I do think this much as a Wolverine fan, if they can't win it this year, then that, to me their window is closed. Yeah, Jim uh Jim Harbaugh's leaving. Their window is closed. I think I I'm gonna be honest with you, as a fan of watching Michigan football, to me. I've been closed already. To me, <laughs> to me, the team that got the best shot to win it is Washington. Why you say that? The most dynamic quarterback, the most dynamic playmaker. My Rome, number one? Boy, I like Rome, boy. I like the receiver out of Washington. Oh, Rome, like, like, Rome, like, Rome like, get down, You know, it's still, it's still, it's still, it's still college. Defense wants championships, baby. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, like, but, like, honestly, the most balanced team is... The team that's about to join the SEC, Texas. Texas has a has defense a defense win championships, baby. Who I think defense the best, is pretty good. The, 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 the best defense is Michigan. Yes, mm-hmm. in this fourteen playoff. But who has Michigan played? Nobody. Nobody. That's their problem. Bama hey. gonna win it this year, bro. Man, I don't even say that. Listen, if if if, if, if Jim can't win it, I wouldn't do his clothes. If if Bama gets past Michigan, I I. A rematch because I think Texas is going to beat Washington. I think Texas is going to beat Washington. That's just my position. A rematch between Alabama and, and Texas. Texas. That's what it's going to be. A lot of people wanted this smoke because a lot of people would decide between people. But my position was Florida State gets in. They're not in. So this matchup mm-hmm. between Alabama and Texas, this rematch, because Texas is not the Alabama not the same team that we saw since week two. It is Texas. They better. They better. They better. Alabama's better. Mm-hmm. Alabama's better now, especially now that they're comfortable with Jalen Miro and how he's going to play the face exactly. quarterback. So it's a, be an interesting matchup to see. Mm-hmm. However, we owe both of them. We owe Alabama because we lost to them about four or five years ago in the playoff. We owe, still owe Texas for losing to them against Vince Young. We overdue 
I don't care who come out of it. The Wolverines better be successors. If they're your, not, your Wolverines offense is not potent as it. Jim J.J. McCarthy, bad.com. He, he mediocre. And you don't think Alabama's going to stack that box? I think it's going to stack that box and force you to throw the ball to their two best corners they got, who's probably the two best tandem in the country? I agree. But we got some receivers. We just don't have a quarterback. Y'all ain't got J.J. McCarthy, not like the, the, I don't know why he was off the top. Y'all ain't got Jaden Daniels back there. Y'all ain't got. Y'all ain't throwing to Brian Thomas, Malik Davis. That's the whole team. That's the only people that had success. Those are the facts. Now, now Texas is talented, bro. I'm gonna it's take talented. that. Yeah, I have to see. Now that is going to be a good game with Washington and Texas and Texas exactly. because they almost equally not take. Washington don't have a lick of defense, but they got a good running game. I love the running back. Mm-hmm. Number seven, he runs the ball hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and they battle tested. But Texas is more. Texas has the more talent. Though, yeah. I'll tell you that. I would say a good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Steve Sarkeesian going back to Washington because he was a former Washington yeah. head coach mm-hmm. before. So that's going to be an intriguing, intriguing matchup. Um, but uh, if you're going, if you if you're going dog for dog, I think Texas wins that. I think Texas wins that game. The, also, well, like, Texas like, has been in two playing, beating Oregon twice, which is hard to beat a team yes. twice. And, 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 and that was the thing. Oregon is was more talented. The right. Oregon team was more talented yeah. than than Washington. what. Washington. That's why. That's yeah. why I like. I kind of got like a little scary mm-hmm. confidence in them because like. Y'all been out, man. Yeah, but Texas ain't got no get... dogs like that either, though. Texas ain't built like that, like talking about. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's like, how do you... Right. So, I think it's going to be a good matchup with that. But the winner out of the Michigan game and Alabama game is going to win. Me, way answer championship. But I don't. But I don't see. I don't see Michigan offense is not potent like that. Now, is Jalen Milrose the best quarterback to come through Alabama? No, no. he's not. Nah, but, they, but what they play. did well was what they did well... Especially when y'all watched the LSU game, what they did well is made the adjustment, and uh, they were running quarterback counters and quarterback power yeah, for them. That could Matt House ass said, yeah. "I'm gonna take my best defensive player and put him over the slot and not spy the quarterback." Because he, they all their points came off of yeah. quarterback runs. Yeah, was, he didn't throw a he didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah, he didn't throw a touchdown. You put I, I, if you put one of those guys in two, Makai Wingo didn't play. That's that you know what that I'm saying. Huge. That's huge. Yeah, LSU was going score for score with him in the first half. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then once, 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 uh, once, once date, once Daniel, the the one they didn't score on one drive, and then Daniels got hurt. It was like that was it. I I do think this cancer. Obviously, we know we we've had Greg Brooks on, on an episode with him. I think when Greg went down defensively, I think he just it was something about it. Yeah, defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe something you know he. Greg is one of the leaders on that defense. When you use a player like that, and I think that the way they lost him, it was it's, it's not an injury. It's we talking about brain. We talking about his life. I think that it took uh, it took something away that I can't a box score can't answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Right, 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 right. It's something that you can't just say, hey, you know, nah. It's it's it took something away from that defense. I think they just never they never recovered. I think Matt House has a big problem with you know he's a part of their problem, but I think with Greg went down. They have nobody to come fill the void of a Gray Brooks for this defense. I mm-hmm. think at some point in time, I think that Gray Brooks would have been played to play the whole season. I think the defense would have made some stops. I ain't saying that they figured it out, but I think that eventually. Right. I, and I, I just thought it was a it, it was a, a system or scheme issue that they were having too. Schematic, you know. It's, it's um, and and guys not got some guys in the wrong position. I thought that was just the whole yep schematic thing and and. and personnel things that I thought they could have done better on their right. end to put them guys in situations to be more successful and Absolutely. more dominant. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But uh, 
college playoffs are going to be fun, man. I, I, I mean, I understand the Florida State thing, but I don't understand it because you're 14-0. Now, college football is going to be messed up because of that. Yeah. You know? But I understand when you don't have a quarterback, but the body of work doesn't I, matter. I didn't agree with it because of the Ohio State situation when they had Cordell Jones as the third-string quarterback. They still came in mm-hmm. and they was undefeated and they still went to Yeah, but they, won that, but they won that conference championship game convincingly, though. They yeah. beat them, like, by 30 points. That's true, too. You know? but, but to me, like, let's, they struggled against Little Miss. Let's, 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 let's just keep it a bag. Last year, you got TCU in. I killed everything. Yeah, that messed and up. And TCU, they 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 won against Michigan, but they got but they got the demolished. It's all about money. So, in, in their eyes, what's going to give them the best to have a non-SEC school in that fourteen playoff? You I wasn't going. I wasn't going to see to, that. To, to be honest, to me, to to be honest, the team that got slighted the hardest was Georgia. They was number one exactly. whole year. Exactly. They're number one whole year. For two years, two, three years straight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you lost, like your your only loss came in the championship game, and it wasn't like a – it. Was, I could see if it was a bad no, loss. three points. You three know points. what I'm saying? Three points. You, you know, so you, you lost you lost, you lost the, the SEC championship, and your reward is you go from one where you've been six. all year to five. To, to six. six. To six. Yeah, they're behind Florida State. one to six. Like, that, like, me, like that to me, mm-hmm. like, worst-case scenario – Florida State should have kept their spot. Michigan go one. Mm-hmm. Washington went two. Mm-hmm. Florida State three. went three. Georgia went four. Mm-hmm. Losing the conference to Alabama. But still, the head-to-head, like, Georgia, like, Alabama lost the head-to-head to Texas. To Texas. Right. So, how Texas you, lost to Oklahoma. So, like, the only, way to, the only way to put Bama in, you had to put Texas in, and that sacrificed Florida. Florida. Florida, Florida. Yep. Florida State. So, honestly, that's what should have happened. It should have rotate Like, the, the four should have stayed the same. should have just rotated. Nah, it would have, the team that wouldn't have been happy would have been Michigan because now they were like, wow, we got to play Georgia. State, so they had to go and play Georgia. No, we got to play Georgia. If you think about it, Texas is the only, that Texas is the only one lost team who really had a, a bad loss, I would say, because Oklahoma. because they lost to Oklahoma. Georgia lost to Alabama. Alabama lost to Texas. Right. Right? So that's the only loss. So my Texas not getting in there, I would have been understanding of I, that I, too. I, I'd that. have been more appreciative of Texas when they got in because when you look at the after the after them beating Alabama, they won to Tuscaloosa. I'm like, okay, fair enough. They won to Tuscaloosa. But when you look at the week two. Week two. But when you watch what Alabama had to do after week two, which what Texas had to do after week two, Texas played Kansas, who was ranked twenty fourth. They played a Kansas State team that was ranked in the top twenty. Yep. And they played the national championship. They played the Big Ten, 12, the Big Twelve championship game, where Oklahoma State ranked 18. Mm-hmm. The only top team they played was Oklahoma, well, and they lost. So they, they, to me, their schedule but they, but dropped. Yeah, I don't even know they dropped out of the top 25. Yeah, they probably ex- did. They did. And so my thing was but on the flip side, Florida State is like your only notable win is on the LSU. neutral side. Is LSU? LSU in Florida. Florida wasn't ranked. This, you know what I'm saying? Florida wasn't ranked. I'm talking Florida, about, I'm talking about like. LSU and Louisville were the two notable wins for Florida State. So you know have a notable win. You struggle one, and like, and like you pulled away at the end, but, you know, against, so, against, the, against so, the other. So but that's why we, I had we, Alabama we in. So it's like. The notable win. I, like, I understand it, but it doesn't, it, like, it's not, like, you change it. With, but you know what it is? They just solidified them saying, this is why. We have to expand 
I'm happy to go into 12 next year. I'm you know what I'm saying? That's going to still be controversial. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, but I, I don't... I don't, but I, don't, I, don't, 13, I, don't I don't think it's going to be as... Right. I don't think it's going to be as much because now it's like... 12. You got 12. You got 12. You can't get mad because you, you, you can't really be mad about being Cause 13. Because, like, like, next year, like, Georgia, Florida State, all of them would have been in it, so it didn't. The only yeah, thing that matters is who got the who got the buys. Yes, yeah, who right. got the buys. So you, now you, you gotta now. So like now, niggas will be like, all right, the buys go. If you set the standard, like the buys go to the conference champions. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, yeah. if you don't win a conference champion, it's like, all right, mm. yeah, it's, it's, I got a fight. Now. It could be a question mm-hmm. between one through four, but you can't question one through twelve. I don't, I'm not gonna fuss with thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen, you didn't do your job. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fuss about the twelve. I'm not gonna fuss about the twelve. The only the only way I see it be a controversy is like if a key player was out like the like for for three games. Mm-hmm. And the key player come back and they just go bananas. It's like, and then you get it like a team, like you get a team, like, and this no not, but like you get a team like Texas Tech that might win their conference. Was like, who did y'all, like, y'all didn't play no rank, right? Nobody ranked. Or you're going to have a team like Tulane that may win one game but win that conference, but they're not going to be in the top 12. Mm-hmm. You may have that, but mm-hmm. other than that, you're not going to really have a bunch of conference. But the, what, what is, what is going to force is now you got to play. You gotta play, guys. Yep. You can't duck and dodge no more. Yep. You gotta play. But before we get ready to go, we always wrap up our show with Josh Faze. We gotta ask you some questions, some favorite questions, okay? Mm-hmm. Ready? I got you. All right. Favorite football player of all time? Favorite football player of all time? Mm-hmm. Any level. Any level. High school, football, college. Percy Bush. Mm-hmm. Mr. Electrifying himself. I can understand. Um, college, uh, NFL. Reggie Bush is ultimate. Um, NFL, like Jerry Rice. Frat brother. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Jerry Got Rice. Favorite, favorite movie of all time. My favorite movie of all time, Money Talks. Chris Tucker? Chris Tucker. Come on, man. My favorite movie. Come on, man. Money Talks. Listen, it was super funny, though, when he was in stuff inside that helicopter. <laughs> he couldn't understand what they were trying to say. But he was picking up. He was trying to go grab a house. Yeah. Listen. Favorite DB. Favorite DB? All time. All time. Prime. Prime. Uh, Charles Wilson. And Prime. Mm. Champ Bailey, that's my three. Champ, champ. I can't, can't go wrong with champ. I tell you too. I, I, I and 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 I and I studied Rod Woodson too. That was my guy too. So I think Rod Woodson is prime, prime champ. Rod Charles. Mm. Favorite sports moment that you was involved in? My sp- favorite sports moment. Mm-hmm. Um, winning the national championship two thousand seven. That trophy. Yeah, and that's that Miles' first one. Yeah, it was electric, man. It was awesome. But no, not, not Notre Dame. No, that was Ohio State. Ohio State, State. yeah. Ohio yeah. State, yeah. Played Ohio State. Played Troy Smith. Yeah. Yep. Played Ohio State. That was awesome. Mileage. That was fun, man. The, the mileage. Yeah. The mileage Troy Smith. <laughs> mileage. That favorite shoes of all Favorite shoe of all time. My favorite shoe of all time? Favorite pair of sneakers. Uh, Valley. Mm. Okay. Yeah, the ballast, Cannibal ballast at that. 
Y'all know about that. Though. The classic, yeah, classic. You know, the classic. Yeah. I go with the Kohans before I go to Banner. Kohans is a little more my era, though. My favorite shoe <laughs> was the Banner uh, mm. Animal Ballads. Ballads. I, I, see, I got to do my 13. Yeah, I'm Jay's. Uh, yeah, I'm a Jay's fan, too, though. I don't, I don't, you know, I got to do my 13, though. Yeah. If it was a Timbo's at the time. But, you know, we grew up around that Kohan and, and yeah. Yeah. Ballads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially when you go we get them at the that. We went up school dancing. Yeah. Get some Kohan with the jeans. Yeah. And Jabos, baby. What you know what I'm saying? Listen, don't 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 listen, step on my hands, baby. Listen, listen, I still want Kohans to work. Kohans and loves, baby. They come to They come. Yeah, yes indeed, man. Favorite rapper of all time, Jadakus. Ooh, that's the first. That's the first. Kiss. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a true. I'm a Kiss juvenile fan. Man, kiss kiss, juvenile. that Kiss that Kiss of Death. I'm a kiss, though. That Kiss of Death album, my favorite yeah, Kiss album. That's my favorite rapper. That 400 Degrees. That, 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 that G-Code. That yeah, Y, yeah. Live By, Die By. Yeah. That, <laughs> man, that, that Kiss, that, and that, that song with him and Mariah Carey, I was like, man, Kiss That Kiss, that's me. Yeah. And I heard the, ah, I was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Kiss fan, man. I'm a Kiss. He, he, be, he be giving it to you real, man. Yeah. You know, he, hey. uh, he paint that picture when he rapped, too, so, you know, I, I, I've been a Biggie trade. Yeah, he come from under that Biggie era. Biggie, 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 Biggie trade, Biggie yeah. trade. That's right. I, I, I can fuck with Kiss. I can fuck with Kiss. Yeah, I'm a Kiss fan. Favorite comedian of all time. Favorite comedian of all time. Bernie Mac. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, he was so authentic, man, and just now he was just so authentic, and his style was just his style. You know, he gonna cut up and cuss, and he just gonna be him. Tell you man, I'm, I'm I'm killing I'm killing y'all in in in, in Listen, that, bro. I ain't lie. I was up. I had some company. Um, you were you was you were you were tired. You were never up. You never take a lead from me. You tired me. <laughs> I, I struck out. You yeah. came and caught me. Nah, nah. yeah. I was watching. I was watching. Um, the Jamie Foxx movie. Um, him and um, oh my God, him and Vivica A. Fox. Um, oh. Uh, uh, Booty, booty talk. Oh, what Tommy Davis? Booty call. Booty call. I said booty call. Booty call. Booty call. Listen, bro, that glad rap scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you? What you that Glad rap. Two in the morning. Look like I'm trying to make more. So like I'm trying. You got to stick it before you stick it. Hey, Bernie, that expression. His expression was like, look like I'm trying to make more than a sandwich. Y'all seen him in that How to Be a Player with Bill Bellamy? Yeah. yeah. Blue. <laughs> Shut up, Blue. <laughs> Shut up, Blue. <laughs> Birdie was funny, boy. Well, house cool, party. Man. Ooh, I remember your name. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you used to call you. You used to call you a job boy. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he was in some movies. Life, you know. Yeah. Life. Good one. Listen, him and Head of State. With yeah, him and um, Listen, Bernie. Yeah. Oh, Chris Brown. Friday. What's what up, brother Craig? What's the one that was Samuel Jackson? Oh, Soul Man. Soul Man. You the dog, motherfucker. And what's the what's the one with the when he was the baseball movie? He was Mr. Three Thousand. Mr. Three Thousand. Yeah. Listen, he played in all the Oceans movies. Ocean movie. Listen, Bernie was so diversified, bro. We're not just talking about it. Just like anything Bernie was on. I mean, I mean, he was on above the rim. Yes. Boots. You know, flip. <laughs> you know, so you yeah. watch Bernie body work, but I'm like, dog, it's hard. Now, my my favorite is Eddie Murphy. Yeah, 
Um, Eddie pioneered a lot. Eddie OG, man. Eddie OG pioneered so much. Ops and all that. Yeah. Doing it, man. Yeah. And Eddie's an all-around talent, too. I mean, yeah. Bernie Mac stayed in his lane, and what he do is what he do. Yeah. But Eddie is a... He's diverse. Like, he 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 can do it all. Do it all. You know, the uh, the uh, Nutty Professors the and all clumps. that. He's got the clumps. Yeah. Contains the, the characters and all that. Yeah, he was... He was one of them guys, too, man. A lot of older guys like Richard Pryor, too. But Eddie was that guy. You got to think, Eddie was in Harlem Nights. It's yeah. quick and doing his thing, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I'm still trying to be Marcus Graham. Oh, yeah. He, boom, <laughs> he a dog, man. He was, ah, he was a big not if, not like, if Jesus was porn. Like, <laughs> like that. And, and it took a while for Bernie for them to give him his show. Yeah, because yeah, he, 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 he was too he was too authentic. Yeah, they, they, ain't want that, that, they ain't want that mainstream. Yeah, he was too authentic because he was going to be himself. But really, that's what you really actors to really do it, you know, even though you're going off a script, but, um, yeah, Bernie was the guy, man. Bernie was the guy, man. He was a guy. And the last question, if it wasn't for sports, what would Jai Eugene be doing? Um, I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL if I didn't want, if I didn't play football. Come on. Been, yeah, Navy SEAL was my, one of the things I wanted. Mm. Never was in ROTC. I was going to do it if I didn't play ball once I got out of high school, but I always wanted to be in the military and, and, be, and become a Navy SEAL. A Navy SEAL. Now, that's unique. Mm-hmm. Hey, we haven't had anybody that mentioned about joining the military. Yeah, that's it. So, and man, and uh, my grandfather was, he was the chief of police in his parish. Come on, but under that old law, too, though. But uh, military was a thing, too, because it was almost like a team sport, just like, yeah. And being a Navy SEAL, you on that line, man. You know, right. you and you right. doing, you doing, you doing, the most, I'm most, say that. Yeah. The you most. Know. You know, you was on that. And you're risking your life. You're risking it. And the only way you become and get out of missions and all that, by teamwork. By teamwork. Yes. You know, so um, that's what I want. I wanted to be a military guy if I wasn't playing football. No doubt. Mm-hmm. There it is. Y'all have it. Listen, that Fan View podcast. Listen, first of all, thank you, Ja, for coming in here, coming in too, man. It's been a long time coming, man. We've been following you for some time. Man, big shout out to y'all over at the Destro Hand program, Appreciate man. It. No, congratulations on having a great season. It did obviously end it like last year. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. We got, I mean, but we got our bus whipped though. You, you know, know. And, uh, you know, Coach Scott heads off to Coach Scott. He uh, he had a little health situation that he got a kidney transplant, mm-hmm. and um, that's big for him too. And I'm actually on dialysis too, so I'm waiting on to get a kidney transplant too. So uh, I always want to spread that word up out there, you know. Mm-hmm. So especially let's get our men, get your health, understand your health, and yes. making sure you yes. get everything you need, you know. And yes, um, yes. just spreading that word about it, you know. Um, you wouldn't know if you wouldn't know if I didn't tell you guys that I was on dialysis or that I had health issues, right? You no, know? but uh, Coach Scott, man, hats off to him. He just got his transplant, so he'll be back in stride, you know, in in a couple months, man, mm-hmm. you know. So. Um, just wanted to spread that word out there right. too, man, and give awareness to that, you know, yeah. especially our brothers too, man. Make sure that we go and get checkups, man, and yes. make sure see the doctor yes. and yes. understand what's going on with our body and our health, man. So just pushing awareness to that, that go find out, you know, understand your your health issues and your health situation and what you need to be better and be healthy. Yeah, it is. But I thank you guys, man. I appreciate it, man. It's always a blessing. I've always been following you guys, man, and I love the great work. That you guys are doing in G, man. I tip my hat to you guys, man. Mm-hmm. G been doing it for a while too. Yeah, you know, and uh, uh, man, big shout out to you guys, man. Y'all keep pushing too. Man. Great to have the opportunity to be here. Man. Hey, we, we we appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Prayers, prayers to for for safe health 
and um, you know, you know, with anything you need from us, you know, you yep. coach y'all, y'all family, man, just reach out. Just man. reach out, Thank man. You. Definitely, we can anyway, we can benefit, we can help, man. We can always, you know, you know, communicate and talk, man. It's it's important, especially we're not children no more. Yep. I tell people all the time now, you know, as peers, man, we're the onks of the community now. They look at us and say, man, we're not we're not those little kids coming up. It's 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 not our era. It's not our time. They, them kids looking at us. Well, that's Uncle over there. You right. know what I mean? That's he's the elder now. So they look for us for guidance and looking at us for mentorship, man. And it's I tell people all the time, it's our time, not from a potential time, but they look at us as the men of the community now. You know, you know. So we gotta always take that opportunity to share our stories and share people what's going through. Our youth is people are saying that you ain't listening. Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. They, they're taking notes. They, they're still a sponge. Mm-hmm. And it's our time to always be able to share our stories and what happened with us. And now that those kids can still make better decisions overall. Exactly. But listen, that's the FanView Podcast. Listen, everybody, get subscribed. Get locked in. FanView Podcast if you're on Facebook. FanView Podcast if you're on IG. It's FanView Podcast on TikTok. On X is FanView NOLA. Again, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Play, Apple um, Play. You name it what podcasts are. FanView Podcast is done. Big shout out to New Orleans Talk Network. If you guys are in the market to get your podcast up and right, New Orleans Talk Network is no further place that you need to look. Get subscribed. Get locked in. I'm that boy, Fred. Coach Hurricane Hen back at it again. And again, baby. And again, and again. Listen, get subscribed. Get locked in. And we out. Episode 50, baby. Out the books. <laughs>